Hi Brickies, I'm Dominic, the last one standing with a kink for cannibalism. And I'm Kate, the resident phobia expert who also hears voices. And you're listening to Shit and Bricks. A podcast where we talk shit about stuff that scares us. Ripping a few laughs and survival tips along the way. As always, please subscribe, rate and review us. And don't forget to follow us on the socials at Shit and Bricks Podcast. Like the morning after a night on the curries and cans, here it comes. So drop your ducks, pop a squat and let's get into it. Oh my God. <laughs> we look so old. I know. It's been an eternity. It's been a century. <laughs> Could you believe 50 something weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> no. I could not. <laughs> it was November, Kate. Mm-hmm. November, let me see when the first date, release date was, because I can't remember off the top of my head. But I will find it in three, two, one. So we launched the trailer to Shit and Bricks on the 29th of October, 2021. Oh, my God. We did two testisodes on the 7th of November, and then our first episode was launched on the 19th of November, 2021. Holy moly. So shy of two full years. Holy moly. Anyway, hello, Kate. (laughs) Hi. How are you going, Dom? I'm fabulous. It's That's so good. It's a big day for us and this week is wild with work, with moving houses, with hundredth episodes. I'm fucking fishnickered. How are you? I bet. No, I'm doing good. I'm on school holidays. I just got back from Hillsville a few nice days up there, <laughs> sitting around a fire and going to the sanctuary. It was delightful. You feel very zen in touch with nature? I am. I'm zen. I'm so zen. There were no mysterious bumps in the night or? Yes, there were. And I can't. Okay. (laughs) All right. So last night I had asked uh, Jess, who I was with, um, she has a baby in her tummy. And so during the evening last night, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, she's obviously gotten up and gone to the bathroom. And then she had said, you know, can you leave a light on the night before? Cause it's disorientating in a new place. So to get to the bathroom is at the other side of the house. So I left the, the range hood light on. And then, so last night, um, yeah, sort of heard like, like running. And I was like, oh, she's just gone. And then just jogged back to her bedroom because, um, she was cold <laughs> or it's nighttime or whatever. And then oh, she that delivered me a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> she delivered me a coffee this morning And then said, um, yeah, and I heard when you got up last night. And I said, I didn't get up last night. I said, I did, but you did because I heard you like run back to your room. And she said, I didn't get up last night, but I heard the running like this. And then she like (laughs) did the sound and I was like, what? (laughs) So we're both convinced. Um, we checked all the doors and all the stuff. Like there was no, there was no way that that anybody got in. Everything was all locked up. So I'm convinced that there was a ghost that was running laps in the lounge room. Um, I spoke to my parents and they're convinced they were like, 
it's fine. We've had this sort of experience before. We were staying somewhere and then it's it was either a kangaroo or a wallaby or something along those lines because they sound exactly like that. Like I guarantee you that's what it was. It was a kangaroo that's just run past the house. That's what it was. I don't think that it was. I think it was a ghost. So I'm going to stick with that. But yes, we did. It's so funny that you asked that because I was just having this conversation that there were definite bumps in the night <laughs> that were not either of us that were staying there. It was spooky. If this was a normal episode, Kate would have done an entire episode mm-hmm. on ghosts in cabins. That's right. Wilson's problem. <laughs> but is this a normal episode, Dominic? No, fuck no, because it's 100, <laughs> baby, and we're doing it different. 100 episodes, we're doing it different. I am so excited about this episode, folks. You should be excited too because it is just going to be Dom and I riffing, reliving some memes, going back through our life, and I can't wait to share our yeah. stories. Yep. Yeah. Kate's hit the nail on the head, folks. We're gonna we're gonna do a trip down memory lane, and then as a gift to all of our long term listeners, if you can hold out until the end of this episode, Kate and I are going to make a very big fucking announcement. <gasps> yes, we are. We are. Ooh, we're so excited to share some crumbs. I, Just I little. I can't wait. I know. Little num 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 breadcrumbs. But in Good traditional fashion. We yep. are actually no. Let's not even bother with housekeeping. Let's just get you don't want to straight do it? into the. Are fun. you sure? Yeah, fuck you don't it. want to do any housekeeping at all. Fuck it. They Sit down, know Liz. It. <laughs> Lizzie, don't worry about it. No, pop the mints away. You don't need them. No, put the trolley back in the cupboard, Dull. You don't need it. <laughs> you don't need the housekeeping trolley today. It's fine. That's what I'm saying. Don't stop. She's tapping on the glass again, Dom. Have you got the squirty bottle? This should be the emancipation of Maggie. (laughs) Lizzie and everyone else who's joined us in the waiting room of our podcasts for for now. It's pretty chockers in there. There's there's ants with mushrooms growing out of their heads. There's serial (laughs) killers. There's, There's prime ministers. It's a bloody nightmare in there. And if you're an artist out there, we would love for someone to do a little cartoon drawing. Oh, please. what the shit and bricks waiting room looks like. But no, fuck it, Kate. Let's skip all, let's throw all the rule book out and let's just have fun and go down memory lane. Let's and do, do it. our top five favorite episodes over the past two years each. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm so shall, excited. Shall we do rape, paper, rock, scissors to see who goes first? Yeah, let's do it. Oh shit, is this going to work? Because it's is a little it bit even going to work. Okay. Uh, we'll try. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. One, Rock, two, three. Scissors, shoot. Scissors. <laughs> oh, shit. We scissored each other. We scissored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone. Let's try again. Rock, Rock, Rock paper, scissors. How slow are we doing this? <laughs> you go first. Okay, I'll go you first. Go first. <laughs> okay. Coming in at my fifth, which means it's not my top. We're going from, you know, bottom to top. Yes. Yep. Start with the bottom. Okay. This one was hard. This was yep. the, this, these, there was between two. Yeah. And I ended up going with this one because it is without a doubt out of all the fears that I have spoken and shared about, this is the fear that I probably interact with the most, Kate. Okay. 
And before I answer, I want you want you to have a guess with okay. which one it is. Okay. Yeah, I think something to do with your fear of the ocean. Oh, see, that is would you would okay. guess that one. All right. But I would have I thought about going down that route, but I decided yep. no. I may save that one. I may not. So There's so many as I well. Picked okay. My, I know, right? But I picked. My top fear, and this was the hardest one for me to do research on because I had to look at it, Uh and it is my fear of trypophobia. Trypophobia, okay. I, yep, all right, yep. As soon as you said looking at it, I was like, I know what it is. And this is like my heaviest psychology-based, like, fear. We went deep into this, right? Yeah. But, Kate, for those that don't know, do you want to remind people of what trypophobia is? Trypophobia is a whole bunch of like holes spaced really close together. So something, and then people do those photoshops and things like that, where it's like on someone's hand. It's yeah, it's very something you'd find in coral, something you can find in trees, something you find in some fruits and things like that as well, but it makes people's skin crawl. And I am one of those people for sure. Like it's not real bad for me, but it's pretty, particularly that Photoshop one of the hand, like, yeah. Yeah, and it goes back to potentially our fear of like disease and things like that. Yeah. Some iPhone, the iPhone camera, if you remember, Kate, like the iPhone camera placement with all the camera yep. lenses kind of triggered it. Yeah. But I have one quick memory to pull back from this episode, and I can't okay. believe that we started with this. But, Kate, I started this episode with the two, well, I asked you a question, and it was, Kate, how's your gag reflex? <laughs> <laughs> And I proceeded yep. to spend 10 minutes discussing all the different types of gag reflexes, why you may have a gag reflex, how to desensitize yourself to a gag reflex. Amazing. So, folks, if gagging is a concern of yours, a challenge, <laughs> a challenge. And an maybe obstacle, an obstacle, maybe it's your New Year's resolution for this year is oh. to learn how to gag a bit less. There you go. I highly recommend you going back in time and finding, oh, fuck, what number was it? Let's, I can't even remember, Kate. It I feel like was, it was in the 30s, 40s. see if you were correct. If it was in the 1940s? 30s. If you get this right, I'm going to be so impressed. Well, I've just recently looked through the whole list to try to, to work it out. What episode? Episode oh, 48, 48, Trypophobia. Okay. 30th of September, so pretty much a year ago. Wow. Fuck. A year ago. (laughs) That fucking scares me. Oh, that is, yeah. Okay, so 48, trypophobia. So if you want to go back and hear about some gags, that's the way to go. Amazing. So it's number five for you. Yeah, that came came in at number five of the most, you know, ugh, episodes, yeah. but it was a good one. If anyone right. wants to know, the, the one that almost tied with it was the tickled episode, but uh-huh. I, I trumped it with trypophobia. With okay, trypophobia. That's okay, my number well five, done. Kate. Excellent. I found this tricky too, Dom, the, 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 the fifth one, like the sort of the one I was going to talk about first, the one where it was, there was sort of two or three episodes that could have mm. got the number five spot. And I was also having a bit of a look at um, the episode numbers as well because looking back, we have just had some crackers along the way and it's been so incredible. So just to have that reflection and look back at what we've done. But for number five for me uh, is a recent episode. 
a very recent Ooh. episode, in fact, but I really enjoyed it because it was stemmed from an article that I saw and then we're able to have a look at this in terms of a phobia and also a name of a syndrome, which turns out doesn't necessarily exist, that it's not real. And that's episode number 96. So you just go back a few episodes to our Stockholm Syndrome episode, which is number five on my list. And yeah, the reason that I loved this is because the story was something that just came to light recently about the fact that the psychiatrist, psychologist, the man who coined this phrase, um, which, you know, has been synonymous with people being captured and then falling in love or having a great bond or whatever it is with their captor. Um, He never interviewed the woman who he claimed (laughs) had this. It was based on people being trapped in a bank and then this woman, uh, you know, being diagnosed with this syndrome. But the he never interviewed her, he never spoke to her, never spoke to her about her her you know experiences. Experience. He just said, "Oh no, she was defending the guys that were hold, holding them up in the bank um, because she had Stockholm syndrome." wasn't the case. She was just really annoyed at the police, and <laughs> she was really annoyed at how the whole situation was handled. So she felt like it could have been handled better. So she was defending the the people that that robbed the bank purely because they took care of them. They weren't violent to them, which is really fortunate. I'm sure there's a lot of circumstances where that doesn't happen. But she was more picking on the fact that the the cops and everybody involved in their rescue completely botched it. And they ended up being stuck in there for six days whilst yeah. the cops and the authorities tried to figure it out. And she was like, no, you're not listening to me. So it was the idea that Stockholm Syndrome was based on a fallacy. So whether or not it then, you know, grew from that and there's reported cases and things for sure, but every circumstance is different and the original story that it came from turned out to be a lie almost. It just made up. Two things from that episode still stick with me. Number one, when we had our big hater who was having a crack at me for the Ned Kelly Yes. Reporting, reporting in research. It just reminds me like, hello, at least I didn't diagnose anyone with a fucking syndrome. So, (laughs) which is now so well known. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at least (laughs) I didn't do that. Um, But I loved in that episode when she was just like speaking to the mayor or something, Kate. And she was just like, yeah, she was. Just make me fucking mayor. And I'll sort (laughs) shit out. The prime minister. It was literally the the prime minister or the president. It's like the highest up. And she's like, let me take control of the cops and I'll sort this. Like, like make me prime minister for the day and I'll sort all of this shit out. And then he's like, oh, well, I don't think we can do that. (laughs) And she basically ended the call with, well, go fuck yourself and hung up. That's it. What a legend. I... So if you want to if you want to know about the yeah, the fallacy of Stockholm syndrome, go back just a few weeks to episode number 96, Stockholm syndrome, and you can uh, hear all about that story in more detail, but that that was my number 5 on the Good. top 5 list. Good. <laughs> 5 at 5 with Kate. 5 at 5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a good one. Okay. Well, number 4 for me. And, oh, I'm surprised this one didn't poll a bit higher, to be perfectly honest. And it's okay. quite possible that. I love that you that... say, I'm surprised it didn't poll higher. You made the list. I know. <laughs> you you no, could have put it wherever you want. I could have, but I'm surprised. And um, I guess it speaks to what my top three is, but this didn't make my top three. This just missed out 
And I reckon a few of our listeners would totally rate this as probably their favourite. It's definitely the numbers reflect that it's always been in one of our top episodes. Okay. But I picked number four and I chose this particular story because it was the first time I think I did the whole mystery thing perfectly. Okay. And I also think it was the first time, Kate, we decided to, instead of doing when we did a two-parter or a three-parter, instead of doing them back-to-back the next week, you know, yeah. into sequential weeks, this was the first time we put a gap in between and it just okay. pissed people off because they really wanted to know <laughs> really what the wanted fuck to know. happened. Okay. Can you guess what it is? No, it's not popping into my head. Tell me, okay. what's your number four? This one is Miracle Flight 571. <laughs> okay, nice. And this story, I just think it has everything in it. It's got it's got my mystery. It's got my cannibalism kink. It's got rugby, which I'm a rugby, <laughs> was a rugby player. It's got film and it's such a good fucking film. Yeah. And there's no bad guy. Like you can't be mad at these people for wanting to do everything possible to survive yeah, in yeah. the Andes Mountains. Like you just can't be mad. Amazing the- episode. That was I was hanging on every word of that episode, those episodes. It was amazing. That's a great choice. Very, yeah. very cool. So Miracle Flight 571 is the Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571 and that's where the the – um, Uruguayan rugby team crashed uh, in between Uruguay and Chile and they crashed in the Andes Mountains uh, in 1972. Mm. And I think, what was it? I'm trying to find how many days. It was something like months. It yeah. was months it was like and three months, months or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel like it was three to four months. Wow. So they crashed... They crashed on the 13th of October. Oh, very, it's like not that far. Oh, no. Um, and it wasn't until, fuck, where was it? It was, I'm going to find it. Okay. I really enjoyed. 72 days. 72 go. days. There you go. Oh, my God. December. That's a long time. Just before Christmas. I really loved how resourceful they were in their survival so using the fuselage and then having some going hiking some trying to find food using resources from the plane and and things like that just trying to survive it was an amazing it's yeah it's an incredible story yeah and remember the the final two that just kept on hiking and they got to the top and then it was just like another fucking thing they had to and they just they'd given up and they were just walking to walk themselves to death to give themselves yeah. something to do and then they managed to survive. And yeah. just the beauty of the story of families acknowledging and going back and getting remains and things, I just, oh, I swear it is. I'd have to say it's probably, even though it didn't make my my top three favourite episodes, yeah. I would have to say it's the best episode I ever delivered. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll yep. give it that. Excellent, give it that, yeah. That, All right. Um, whatever. So, yeah, um, episodes, it was a two-parter, mm-hmm. episode 21 and episode 23 back in March of 2022. 
Oh my god! So far, that's a long okay. time ago. Go back so, and yeah. have a listen to those if you want to. Yeah, hear that whole story. What I think too is those people that were hiking, <laughs> like in the snow, they've had no food. They're trying to survive. Once you survive that, and like you get you get home, your resilience must be so incredibly high. You would never sa- really say no to anything. I think yeah. you'd just be like, "Well, if I can do that." I can do quite literally anything, so no problems. (laughs) You want to go and do some sort of fun run? Yeah, I can do a fun run. I fucking kill it. No worries. I'm in. (laughs) Imagine if you went on like the first season of American Survivor and you're like, yeah, uh, I Uh, I don't know if I kind of want to be on that one's team. I want to do it. (laughs) Let's give it prize money and I don't want to test it. Just give it to them. They've done enough. Yeah, they've done enough. All right, Kay, what's your number four? Episode, for my number four, episode Mm. 41. So we're going back a little ways. We're going halfway back. Yeah. Episode 41. And the reason that I picked this one uh, is because it is one that I refer to the most in my everyday life in terms of factoids. (laughs) And the episode is twins. So it was a story that I told about twins, about, um, you know, nature versus nurture. And there were yeah. some really fascinating stories. There was one um, story of two twins who were separated at birth. And then, yeah, one was adopted. One was, um, yeah, with the, you know, birth parents. They were both so separated literally at the hospital. They were both called James. So these people don't know each other. Yeah. They both ended up being called James. Then what killed me was that they both married women named Linda. Then. They both got divorced and they both remarried, but they both remarried women named Betty. That's too many coinkadinks in my book. It yeah. was just the uncanny experiences of these people that didn't connect until they were married to the Bettys. And then we're like, I think that we're brothers. And yeah, so then they sat down and talked about their lives. They had really similar jobs. So they both worked, like one worked in security and one worked in the police force. Um, You know, not the same job, but similar lines of work. But to have both been called James, completely separate of each other. I know James is a common name, relax everyone. But but then to (laughs) marry Linda's, (laughs) divorce Linda, both marry Betty's, work in the same sort of area. Like it was, it was crazy. It was mind boggling and I loved it. And I tell that story all the time, just a bit of like, you know, little tidbit for my, my classes or forever talking about twins or anything like that, that popped into my head. So episode number 41 twins made my list, um, at number four. I I find it so funny that you pick such a nice twin story and my immediate thing thing is like those two Girls that had their own <laughs> fucking language and they were yep. out to kill people and shit. Yeah. And they made a movie of it recently and I think we shared it on our socials. When oh, I thought you meant like the two girls like from, was it The Shining or the, oh, who were wow. the twins? Like those yeah. as well. They just yeah. rock up in the little white dresses. That's what immediately popped into my head. Yeah. There, there was a lot of scary twin stories. And I, yeah. and I just love that you picked it like, la da 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 Betty. They married Betty. I'm like, devil children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does that not sum Kate and I up perfectly? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, we're, we've, we're, we're hitting a lot under the under 50th episodes. It's like, I know. Oh, 
yep. nothing in the la- the second half of the No, I know, <laughs> I know. Well, that's why I think that's Stockholm. partly why, I've, yeah, I picked Stockholm, I think, for partly for that reason where a lot of mine were early episodes and I'm like, what does that say about where our podcast has gone or are these just ones we have fond memories of or I don't know, but there's, yeah, I've, I've definitely mixed it up a little bit. So, yeah, my number five was in episode 96 and then episode 41. So what's Whoa. your number three, Dom? I'm being such a cheeky fucker because my four was a two-parter, but it's the one story, folks. So. Oh, that's it. Um, My number three. This made my number three for one simple reason. Like I always, this is a story I used to talk about all the time. Just like, Kate, you have your party story, you know, yeah. tidbits that you like to have. This is a story I mean, I'm a I'm a bit of a weirdo and I have all these stories I just always knew. But this was a story that I know you didn't know and it's, uh, it's such not an surprising. Australian <laughs> claim to fame <laughs> story. Yeah. But what sealed the deal and made this my number three is because it was like such a long-term mystery and it was solved because I knew it was about to be solved and I had a had a you know I had a insider tell me and in between the first and the second part it actually got motherfucking solved and we were the first podcast in the world to report on the solved nature of this story so do you remember what it was Kate I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. But that again is not surprising, Dominic. It's not surprising. Oh, hang on. Wait. Is it the the Isdal woman? Uh, I'll give no. you a point. Okay. I'll give you All a right. point at least for knowing that it was along the same lines. It wasn't okay. the Isdal woman. Oh, 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 I know, I know, I know, That's the I know, Iceland I know one. it. What is yes. it? <laughs> the Summerton man. Yeah. Yes. I remembered something. <laughs> Well done, Kate. So again, creepily, we've had episode 48, we've had episode 41. Mm-hmm. This is episode 38 and 40. So Ooh, around that We period, hit some good, yeah, okay. July, August 2022, we did wow. Summerton Man Part 1 and then in between you did Horror Hotels and then yep. the Summerton Man was solved and... It was just such a big deal. I mean, first of all, for me, I loved this as a mystery story. It had all the hallmarks of like a good classic, must have been a spy, was murdered, we don't know anything, the name tags ripped off their clothes, they've got the fucking body, they've got the picture, they've got casts of the person. And it's so mysterious and there's luggage places and there's a torn bit of a book and the book's thrown in the back of the car near where the corpse was found, like all this shit. And it was just such an amazing journey over however many decades and science catching up and they're using, do you remember they used um, their teeth and um, analysing the bones and their dental work and the metals that they used and the isotopes? Yes. In their teeth to track where people were born, lived, traveled, had dental work. And oh my God, it was just such a, it's such a cool story. It's such a good old fashioned classic murder mystery. Or is it? And, <laughs> and then it got solved and it's yeah. the most cool fucking solution. So and good. just recently, Kate, Lawrence Fishburne 
um, who plays Morpheus in Matrix. In the Matrix, that, yeah. Uh, you know, playing along at home. Playing along at home. And... Lawrence Fishburne, bingo. Yes. Bingo. I know everybody plays that. Bingo. But uh, he did a special and it was on ABC or something just recently. So there's so much to the case and we yeah. only told like half of it and we had to do two whole episodes and we still couldn't do it all. It was yeah. just so cool. So Summerton Man is my number three. Um, Love it. Purely because it's the one and only mystery case Kate, that we ever did and it was solved live on air almost yes. and we were the first to ever fucking report it. Amazing. Great choice. Great choice at number three. I love it. Okay, okay so I am going way back now, Ooh. way back, um, to one of my favourite episodes to tell because it's something that I am really fascinated about and I feel as though in a previous life, I was perhaps a meteorologist or a storm chaser. Mm-hmm. So my number three on my list is episode number six. So we are going way back Whoa. to weather part one. So I was able to do a couple of episodes. So weather part one was episode six. There's a weather part two as well, but weather part one was my first one and it was my favorite. We talked a bit about hailstorms. We talked a bit about volcanoes. One of the things that I wanted to get into was the pop culture reference of Dante's Peak. And oh. I spoke a bit about whether or not they were... Weather. <laughs> weather. <laughs> Very good. Um, if they were accurate in their depiction of the volcano and particularly brilliant. the grandma walking through the acid lake and her legs burning, um, that is pretty spot on. So if there is a volcano and then if the, um, yeah, the water acidity does change um, and also the heat, uh, depending on whether there's, you know, lava and things like that, um, but that was accurate. And it was, yeah, something that I read an article about how they went through all of the different circumstances and scenarios and they were like, no, it was pretty spot on from a perspective of people going through an active volcano and an erupting volcano that was my favorite thing to look into because I've always wanted to know whether or not that was true or if it was something that just was designed to frighten me while I was frothing over Pierce Brosnan in 1996. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember in that episode, Kate, I got so fucking angry because I'm like, nah, kill the bitch, hated (laughs) it. That whole second half of the movie wouldn't have happened if Granny hadn't have been such a difficult. Yeah, <clears throat> if she had just left her house when she was told to, and then they're in the boat, and then she, she had attitude boat. from the beginning. She, she really did. She had attitude, and then she had no legs. So <laughs> really, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> you can go back to episode number six, weather part one, and hear all about that. You can hear a story about um, how Dom and I experienced a really significant hailstorm here in Melbourne and the damage and things that that caused as well. Uh, Yeah, but that was one of my favourite episodes because I got to refer a lot to Dante's Peak and the movie Volcano and, yeah, a lot of my stuff revolved around pop culture references and that was one of my favourite ones that tied it all together. So I was, I loved it. That was episode six um, and number three on my list. It's kind of cool because you didn't do Weather Part 2 until February the next year. Episode, your weather number one was in December. Okay. And then you didn't do it again until February. So you I had you other stuff a, to do. Yeah. Took a break. 
And far, I look back at the the topics of our stories from the old days, like yeah. far out. They are some weird shit. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's so wild how yeah. all over the joint they were. Um, yeah. But in a good way. like In a great way, I know, but they were. And we always had such different stories every week. <laughs> I'd be like, so the grandma's legs have like burnt off in the movie um, and it's just like so true. And then Dom would like, then she was raped um, multiple times. <laughs> and she was cuffed to the floor and raped again. Um, and, and then beaten eaten. And eaten alive. <laughs> See you next week for weather part two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was so all over the shop. It was the greatest. I loved it. There was like Krampus and theme parks and weather (laughs) and like clowns. And I'm like, Sodder Children and Cabin Fever, Albert Fish, possibly the most deep. Horrendous. That Albert Fish one, it didn't make my my top list, but that Albert Fish episode was pretty much our first major break. And it went. Wow, it went nuts. Wild. Yeah. And I think it's because all the like all the serious podcasts out there just like, no, we're never no, doing, we're not doing it. Because it's just the worst story. And Dob's like, Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> and that was a I long would. one. I love it. Like, it was a long one. Ate shit and then he fucked <laughs> shit and then he ate some more shit. And it's like Okay. <laughs> All right. So Albert Fish gets an honourable mention. I honorable do have a couple. Mention. I've got a couple of honourable yeah. mentions for later as well, but that's that's a great one. Well done. Uh, well, seeing as though, what was that? You just did. I did three. That was so your be, third. Are you up yeah. to number two? Yeah, I'm up to number two, folks. Oh. Okay. My number two. Oh, the, my number one and my number two. They're being neck and neck all afternoon. Okay. okay. It came down to the wire <clears throat> on this one, and I think you'll you'll agree why. But I, I ended up going with my number two because in no <laughs> – and this is really kind of funny. <laughs> I have never done so much research for an episode as I did for this episode. Okay. I <laughs> – months weeks i just and i reckon i could have done a whole hundred episodes just on this one freaking story but this one i just got so into and i go back and i listen to this episode kate and i just shake my head so much because it was just and i hate the fact that it's so early on because it's like the first it's one of the first episodes people's ever going to listen to (laughs) But I'm going back to the beginning, folks, and this is episode one, Cannibal Island. Yes. I'm surprised that that's not number one for you. I am surprised. So I'm curious to see what ends up being your number one. Okay. I loved this episode. And, again, this this is a testament to your kink for cannibalism (laughs) and how much detail you went into and how much research you did. Uh, that was an incredible episode. And you're right. It's almost one of those ones where you kind of wish it was like 15 to 25-ish yeah. in that sort of realm. Um, but now that we have our listeners, go back and, and have a listen to these episodes. They're, they're really, really good. Um, 
And our format changed a bit over the course of our time and we got into a bit of a groove, but those earlier episodes are just something else. We just didn't know. We didn't have our rhythm down yet. Mm -hmm. So we kind of went overboard on everything and had everything available. We had all the science. We had all the history. We had all the references. We had just everything. And there there were, you know, like modern day references so you could relate to what you were getting. But that Cannibal Island story I think is still so fascinating and it, I'm glad almost in a way that I did it to the level that I did it. If I did it now, I'd probably scooch through quite a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, no, I hear that. But this was a really good example of like good good old-fashioned storytelling. Yeah. And it was kind of an in- – what I liked about it the most, Kate, was it was a bit of an introduction for you and I for, for you to get an idea in your mind of what I was trying to aim for. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And it was a heavy one. It was heavy on politics. It was heavy on so many things. And um, you got a full-on education, I think, out of that. I, I'm really proud of what definitely. I wrote for that one. It was like you a school project. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you should be proud of it. And it's, yeah, definitely one that people have to go back and listen to. That was one of the OGs and, yeah, one of the best. That was very impressive. It's so funny. I'm looking at the script for it now, Kate, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. is that all I wrote? Like, (laughs) really? I know. I know. I was having a look at some too and, you know, later episodes we were averaging anywhere between 12 to 20 pages Mm. of text that we would then read out and we'd try to fit a lot of stuff in and we would, um, yeah, try to fit as many either examples or the story or, you know, information and then I look back at some of my early episodes and it's like six pages. I was yeah. like, what did we talk about for the rest of the time? <laughs> <laughs> We're not giving people shit. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, if you're, if you're really into history and detail, I would recommend going back and listening. You probably have, but go back yeah. and listen to number one. It's got famine. It's got, you know, history, the wars, what. Yeah you know, gulags were and it's got something for everyone. People. Yeah. It really and does for whatever your kink is. Do you remember the one bit I think that was so graphic? It was like, we, we started off really, really strong was the woman that had the, the muscles and the, and the leg, the meat off the, her leg bones and calves was yeah. all torn away yeah, and ripped away. And she somehow managed to walk and yep. get to that family and just the image of it and the the oh. the historical like because it was um the the locals like the nearby people that had no idea that this were happening they um documented this particular woman and her story and it's just fuck it was it was heavy i started yeah. off eager beaver folks <laughs> and i eventually i eased into some of the more of the fun but uh, sure. yeah no, my number two was cannibal island Coming in strong. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Absolutely coming in strong. Okay. So my, this was, to be honest, this was one of my more, more kind of brutal episodes, I suppose, in the sense of what we covered and putting yourself in the position of being in this scenario. Mm. Um, and this was, this was tricky. Now my number one has been a lock since I, we were talking about this episode. My number one's been a lock. That's not been an issue, but 
this one here, this is a close, like it's close. close. It's close. Uh, it's a very, very close second. Um, and this episode is episode number 61. It is titled Spanish Donkey. And it was one of my favourite episodes to tell. It was originally called Torture, but as we were going through and reading the episode, it had to be called Spanish Donkey. This was all about torture devices from, you know, the Middle Ages. And it was one of my favourite episodes to tell because I went through all of these torture devices and then Dom and I discussed how we would imagine ourselves being involved in these torture devices and what that would be. And the <laughs> phobia, because I got into the habit of talking about the phobias and everything like that, but it was one of my favourites too, um, which is cathosophobia, which was an intense fear of sitting or any sort of activity which is related to pain while sitting. Um, so often, ca- you know, cathosophobia is you know, staff meetings, aeroplanes. Um, that's what I sort of, you know, it's not an intense fear, but that's what I'd liken to that. (laughs) But two of my favorite torture devices, which I want to revisit was one being the pear of anguish, uh, pear as in the fruit, not two of something, um, which was an opening device. So if you imagine what a pear shape is, um, it would then open up and they would often put that in people's mouths and then slowly open that and it would just crush their skull. Um, or they'd put it in your nethers and it didn't often kill you. It was worse because it would just tear you apart from the inside out and you'd Ooh. just have a poor time um, with this pair of anguish. So they titled them really well. And the second torture device, which was the namesake of the episode, the Spanish donkey, was a sharp triangular piece of wood <laughs> that they would force people to mount and then they would they would force them to mount it nude and then they would tie weights to the people's legs and they weights would just get heavier and heavier until eventually you would just rip from your junk to your throat. And that's... That one? Ooh, yeah. Nelly. Like it's making my bits and pieces hurt now just thinking <laughs> about it. But that was one of my favourite episodes and I go through so many different torture devices. So if that's your cup of tea and you want to go back and have a listen, that was probably one of my favorite episodes to tell, but I think Dom, that was probably one of my favorite episodes to tell to you and for us to, to talk about these devices together. It's just nonstop reaction and thinking about yourself in that situation and what you would do and what you'd prefer. Like what would be your favorite? Yeah. The names are amazing. The names were amazing. So yeah. Episode number 61 Spanish donkey is the second uh, on my top five list, um, a very, very close second to my to my number one, which I'll I'll share in a little bit. But that was yeah, one of my favorites. I'm so glad that you did pick that one because yeah. it was it was pretty gruesome for you to do. But mm. I think the names of the different torture devices saved it, and it's like yeah. oh god, all these things. And yeah. you were even like, Dom, pick one. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> out of all choose. of these. We gotta pick one. Which one are you picking? I can't remember which one you picked either. No. There's so many, but go back and have a listen to episode 61 and you'll be able to hear all of those devices and what Dom and I ended up um settling on. Yeah. <laughs> favorite slash least favorite. No. It's <laughs> horrid. Dom, no. do we have a second before you get into your number one? Yes. Do we can I chuck in 
a couple of honourable mentions? Sure, let's okay. do it. I'm going to chuck in a couple of honourable mentions before we get into our, our number one. So for me, I have two episodes which I would like to throw in as my, my honourable mentions for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one being episode number 88, um, so a more recent one, but it was an episode that I did on Pentridge Prison which stemmed Mm. from me visiting the prison. So I went there and I experienced it and I got to, you know, understand a little bit about the the history and the the sort of inmates that were there and what had happened and the fact that I had, you know, had that real world experience of going there and and, and seeing it. It was different to something that I'd done because we hadn't had a lot of episodes. There was a few that you did, Dom, where you had actually travelled to these places, which was incredible. Um, this was the only one that I traveled to. It wasn't Thailand or something exotic. It was just in Coburg, but it was <laughs> one of my favorites. So episode 88, Pentridge Prison gets an honorable mention. Um, and the second honorable mention that I would like to throw out was my first episode ever. And that is episode number zero, zero. Um, and that is our test episode, one of our very first ones. We're trying out the format. We're trying out storytelling, doing all that sort of stuff. And I told the story of Nellie Bly. Yeah. Uh, that was one that was stemmed from me watching the West Wing <laughs> and um, another pop culture reference. But Nellie Bly was an investigative journalist. Um, she changed the way that people you know, uh, it, it was all about uh, psychiatric wards and hospitals. And she pretended to have a psychiatric issue to to investigate um, what was happening inside these, these prisons and these hospitals. Uh, and she changed the way that they were managed and run from, from that day forward for doing her article and spending time in there. So that was amazing. So that's actually episode zero, zero. So it doesn't even have a number. It was yeah. one of our test episodes, but it's very early on. And that receives my second honourable mention um, before we get into our favourites of 100 episodes. Ooh, well done, Kate. <laughs> Thank you. They were classics and Nellie Bly had to get a mention. I knew mm. it would. I almost, almost thought it might be your number one, but yeah. it's gotten a lot of love and attention. So, there you go. okay, well, before I tell you what my number one is, we got to play the guessing game. I love we have to, to guess. Oh my God. So if you had to guess, Kate, looking back at our discography. Okay. <laughs> I'm having a look. I'm looking right now. Oh, geez, there's some good there's some episodes. Bangers. Oh, there's some absolute bangers. God, I love them. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Oh, it's really, it's hard for me to say, looking at this right now, I can, two are kind of popping into my head just based on your delight of telling horrible stories in terms <laughs> of not telling them poorly. I mean, telling stories of horrible people. Oh, I did like Macca's phone scam. That, that was, was a good, good one. one. That was a good one. That gets an honorable mention. That was um, different. Potentially. That was different. It was. Is it one of the like murderer ones or is it location based? Because I would go guess. for okay, I'll go then. I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna guess episode 27, Death Island. Yes! Yes! You did it! Yes! Ah! Kapow! 
I can't, yes, and I know why, because you got to travel to an exotic location that was further than jo- than Coburg, not Joburg, <laughs> Johannesburg is different. Oh, damn, number 27, a Death Island. Okay, talk to me about why you picked this as your number one. Well done, Catherine. Oh, so excited. I love Out that. of 50, that's yeah. pretty good. I was, I'm happy with that. I'm stoked. Yeah, so Death Island what episode was it? 27? 27. Yeah, 27. So it was still pretty early on in the piece, but it was the first time I got to travel somewhere and we th- had the idea of, oh, it would be so cool to do a story from wherever we're traveling to yeah. or going to. And the reason why it's my number one is the story's not even that great. Like it's good. It's a good a good story and there's some there's definitely some mystery about it but I think the thing the most unexpected thing that I have learned Kate from doing this podcast with you there's lots of things that I've enjoyed lots of things that I've learned lots of blah 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 but the most unexpected thing was the power of doing and saying and creating something like this podcast and what that what impact that has or its contribution to the negative of um a community and yeah. it wasn't until I got there and I asked the questions and I did a bit, bit of digging that it really really hit home to me that what you read in the media and what all the fun we have and all the bullshit that we talk and da 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 and we always knew this when we started but it just really hit home when i did this episode that it it can really perpetuate bad juju and stereotypes and media and and everything and i made such great friends with the people from the island people that have traveled to the island and they were all kind and gentle enough to not only listen to the podcast and hopefully some of them still listen mm. um but they also inspired me to then do another episode after a Brickinet episode the first Brickinet episode where I did not a retraction but just a update an education on why we've got to be really really careful about you know perpetuating stigmas and repeating things and falling into the trap that is fucking mainstream media. And it was just a really good, it was a fun story. It was a great trip. It was lots of fun to do record beforehand and then come back and record afterwards. And, um, and technically, technically, yeah, it is my number one fear, which is sharks and the ocean. And I faced my fucking fear and I went, Deep sea diving with sharks in Thailand at Death Island, or Yay. better known as Kotao. So that's Correct. my number one. Yes, well done. I'm so so excited that I got to pick that. That's given me such a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Kate's like, I don't give a okay. shit. I'm no, just glad I, was, I won. I picked it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I knew because of, yeah, the significance of that for that, like what you've just explained, that's made it different and it made it made you, yeah, feel something and understand more and have more of that, yeah, cultural appreciation of uh, a city, of a country, of a people. And that was what yeah. was awesome about it. So I'm so excited that made number one. Okay. We would never have done that if we had to done the episode. It was just, yeah. I mean, the podcast. So it's just yeah. so cool that we... That you got to, to do that. Exactly. 
do that. All right. So, so Dom, with Nelly Bly off the table, Pentridge is off the table, mm. Weather's off the table. Can you tell me out of the episodes that I have done what you feel like might have made my number one episode? Okay, might have. There's a few here that I okay. think are that are that have, you know, gotten potential. Yeah. I think there's the claustrophobia series, like all the like, you know, getting stuck in fucking the cave and stuff. Caves That's and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. That was a pretty big one, and we had lots of fun doing that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to do. Conscious in a Coma gets a bit of an honourable mention because I know you did a lot of work on that one. Yeah, okay, honourable mention. But that's off off the list. Mm-hmm. You did the Wrong Place, Wrong Time series, which was... That's true. That was they were, they were <laughs> epic and they were yep. quite fun. They were. There was also 127 Hours, which was probably the most controversial fucking episode. <laughs> Because you were so angry for the whole thing. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. I can't fucking stand that clown. Yeah. You're not even prepared. You deserved it. <laughs> I got really angry got on that so one. mad. I don't so know mad. What was happening at, in my life at that time? But <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with a good old-fashioned classic. Okay. And I think I've got a pretty strong argument into this one, but you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote that your fear of space was your number one. Yes, Dom yes. got it. It's mad. <laughs> Woo! Motherfucker, we did it. Yes. This is a testament of how well we have gotten to know each other over the course of this podcast it is episode number two space and it was one of my favorite ones to research to record because space scares the (laughs) shit out of me and some of my writing when I look back and one of the questions because I asked questions I said okay here's questions I have so I'm going to get them answered and I'm going to tell you in my podcast my first question was how long can a human in outer space last without a spacesuit before exploding? Because pop culture has taught me that if you take a helmet off, your head will just explode. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. You do not explode. Okay. So you would go out there. There's, you know, you would remain fully conscious for nine to 12 seconds if you're exposed to a vacuum, but there's lots of side effects that you will experience such it's it's quite cold, um, the radiation from the sun, um, so they don't cause immediate death, okay? But mm. you get sunburnt, mutated, suffocated, you freeze to death really slowly, but you've got about 15 seconds to get yourself to safety before you pass out, and then you've got one minute or so after that for someone to rescue you before you actually die. Yeah. So you can take that little piece of information and you can put it in your skyrocket and you can use it when you're in space. I also was really looking back at the episode now, I was really um, wanting to make a point that this happens in Total Recall, the film with Arnold Schwarzenegger, my pop Mm -hmm. culture reference. And I had written here, 
On a side note, it is my personal opinion that Total Recall is one of the best sci-fi films of its day, and I feel like if it wasn't Arnold in the re- in the mm. lead role, say someone like Bruce Willis, it would have rated a lot higher. <laughs> and I stand by that comment. I stand by that side note. And if you haven't seen Total Recall, do yourself a favor. And if you haven't gone back and listened to episode number two, Space, then go and listen to it because it's my favorite one out of all of the ones that I've done. Yeah, I remember the Bruce Willis comment. It was hilarious. <laughs> Dom, I'm I am so chuffed we both got our number ones. I'm so chuffed. Like that's made this whole episode. I'm so excited. The guessing is fun. <laughs> it was, it was great. Yeah, it rings true. It really, really does. Oh, what a great top ten episodes. Oh. And folks, what we're gonna do for the next ten weeks. We are going to go back and we're actually going to replay all these episodes for you. So if you're being lazy and you can't be bothered going back and listening to them yourselves, don't worry, because guess what? I'm just going to replay them for you anyway, because Kate and I need a little bit of a break. We do. We're going to have a bit of a rest and a recharge. Um, But Dom, do you want to talk about why we might need a little bit of a break? Oh, Kate, love to. <laughs> love to. It's not because we're going on extended holidays, I wish, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we are going to, in fact, be working harder on something a little bit different. So, Dom, take it away. Yeah, Kate and I, we've done 100 episodes in this format and we've loved every minute of it, but I think and we think it's time for us to shake things up and do something a little bit different because, you know, you should never get too comfortable and it's always fun to challenge ourselves. And also, Kate and I bang on about being thespians. We do. We do. <laughs> and to be perfectly honest, uh, Kate and I have been having some really good chats about wanting to maybe challenge ourselves a little bit further and try and dust off some of those old acting chops um, and some of those amazing skills, which we've sort of dabbled in some of our episodes with our characterization and our, um, uh, you know, accent work. Uh, yeah, and that's stuff right. Like that. <laughs> with solid accent work through a lot of yeah. our episodes. <laughs> uh, so Kate and I have decided that we're going to take 10 weeks off. We've already started working on a new format for Shitting Bricks. Don't worry, we're not going to lose our Shitting Bricks name and our Shitting Bricks vibe. Uh, we've worked too hard to fucking <laughs> scrap all that. To, to, to build all that. Yeah, exactly. But we are going to take 10 weeks off and Kate and I are going to change the format. And instead of focusing on our top fears, because we've kind of tapped out on that, yeah. really, um, and doing like real life story stuff, we're going to go the opposite direction. And Kate and I are going to do our own original murder mystery content. From yes. scratch. From scratch. From so scratch. using all the stuff that we've learned in the past two years, we're going to think of it as like modern day Agatha Christie, but shit and bricks vibes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah. So the deal is, folks, we are going to go away. We're going to write and draft and edit and even record all in one big foul swoop our own original storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm going to sort of lead the charge on our first 10-part series and introduce you to a whole family of characters. And then Kate is going to take the lead and come up with her own maybe 10 part, maybe whoever knows, whatever Kate's fancy is. (laughs) Um, And we're going to pre-record and do them in one big giant session and we're going to do voices and sound and music and Some radio plays for you all. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. We cannot wait. We cannot wait. I am really excited because, I mean, I came up with the character names um, and, you know, we'll give you more of a run in. I don't want to spoil too much for you. I'm not going to tell you the names of our, of my characters yet because um, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. mine is going to take a bit of a, one of my favorite genres is like noir detectives. So your 1920s, 1930s, that real kind of, yeah moody moody vibe with the yeah kind of the music and the there will be a detective um and it'll just be a lot of fun and i i i can't wait i'm so excited yeah it's gonna be a good challenge for kate and i both on the writing and the acting and the voice work we're we're really gonna up at up the ante and kate if people if you're up for it i'm even going to read out the introduction <gasps> for my 10-part series, which will be launching in the new year. Do you want to Are hear you really? it? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God, yes. I didn't think you were going to tease us with that. I thought that was going to be a little something special, but I love it. I'm, I'm, yes. All right. We'll tease it. it again with yeah. some new folks, but, you know, you've made it all the way to an hour into our 100th episode. If you've made it this far, folks, you now get to hear the first few lines of... The new series, which I'm going to read out to you, it is going to be called The Adventures of Constable Kunst and the Flaming Star. Okay. Once upon a time in the bustling city of Grimsby, there was a promiscuous and outrageously funny detective named Cleo Kunst. With her fiery red hair, bright green eyes, and an irresistible charm, Cleo had the uncanny ability to both attract and solve mysteries with ease. Now, Cleo was not your average detective. Her unconventional methods left her colleagues scratching their heads in bewilderment. She had a reputation for being a magnet for trouble, always landing in bizarre situations, but somehow, She always managed to crack the case, leaving everyone in awe. And that is the first few lines of The Adventures of Constable Kunst and the Flaming Star. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh, folks, thank you so much for joining us for the last 100 episodes of Shitting Bricks. If you've been there from the start, Chelsea, I'm looking at you, (laughs) Amy, James, like there's been so many people who have supported us and we very, very much appreciate it. We can't wait to share with you our next phase of Shitting Bricks. Um, It's been an honour. It's been awesome. Thanks for sticking around with us, folks, and thank you, Kate. You've been the best Fucking co-host ever. Love you. <laughs> Love you so much, Dom. It's been amazing. <laughs> ah! See you in 10 weeks.
Yeah, well, actually, just we did make a quick mistake. We are going to do one more bonus episode because we do have the Boopod Network Halloween special, which is coming out in a week's time, folks. We're kicking off with a month long of nonstop urban legend episodes from all the Boopod Network. And Kate and I are kicking things off next week with the Australian leg of the story. So we'll see you next week for one (laughs) special episode. And then we've got 10 weeks off. Amazing. See you then, folks. Can't See you wait. Next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's a wrap. Big shout out to everyone for tuning in to Shit and Bricks. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. Plus, you can find extra little nuggets on our socials. Next week, we'll be back talking more shit, so do not forget to tune in. And remember to wipe, flush, and wash your hands. Goodbye. Goodbye.